Hey listeners, we have a new partner to bring you even more laughs. Cottage Comedy Digital brings you the very best in comedy specials, albums, podcasts, and original series. Check out cottagecomedy.com for all their hilarious content. Welcome to Moms Are Not Funny, the podcast where we, two wannabe comics, interview comedians about the moms that influence them and their sense of humor. We will also chat about their favorite mom comedians and the impact they've had in the comedy world. I'm Jen Richardson. And I'm Christine Hall. All right. So today we have two awesome comics joining us, uh, Tanya Mathias and Rachel Olson. They both frequently perform for Brewing for Comedy at Craft Heads Brewery here in Windsor. Um, Rachel also has a webcomic series. So welcome, guys. Hi. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks for to be here. So maybe what we'll do is we'll start with uh, Rachel and your webcomic series. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. Um, okay. So I started it like 12 years ago. Um, it's, it's based on my dad. So sorry, I wish it was based on my mom, but it's not. Um, so it's just like, my dad's a very kind of strange, funny guy. And I started drawing comics about him about 12 years ago when I found a picture that I had drawn of him when I was two, which is this like awful, like stick drawing, obviously a two year old drew it. And, uh, so I copied Mm -hmm. it and then I started just like to attach like funny quotes to it that he said, and then I've just been doing it ever since. That's awesome. Where can we find it? Instagram, it's uh, at RKO Comics. Cool. All right. So maybe, um, like, Tanya, when did you start doing comedy? Um, I think it was just 2017 because that was – I had a breakup that year, which is why I remember when it happened. So that, like, was my liberation. It was my uh, Stella Gutter Groove Back moment when I went to uh, (laughs) – I didn't even know, like, where to go to do comedy. So I went to – this like the jingle. I don't know. Did you guys ever do the jingle? It was just like a show in uh, like it was in Southfield, Michigan, I think. And I just drove there by myself oh, wow. and was like, "Hi, I'm here to do comedy." And they're like, "What? <laughs> Who are you?" <laughs> um, but yeah, that's crazy. So that was like November 2017, I think, was when I first tried it. Was all your material about the breakup? Is that what like? Yeah, I think I think. Or it was, was it something you wanted to do before? It was something I wanted to do like for a long time, but I would probably have not been like not like I wasn't allowed to do it, but kind of, you know, like I wasn't in a relationship where I think that would have been approved of. So, yeah. So, so you finally got people to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's been like, how exhilarated were you? Actually oh, got off because the like the first time you do it, sometimes it, like it went really well, which sometimes that does happen and sometimes it doesn't, but like everybody there was like, there was no audience. It was all comedians, but they were really cool. Like everybody was like, so like, like laughing too much where I'm like, okay, like even I know it's not that funny, but like, that was good for your first time, like to have people like belly laughing at like nonsense jokes, like they were just nonsense, but yeah, it was good. It was fun. So then of course they were like, you know, there's a place in Canada you can do comedy. I'm like, is there? Like I had no idea. Craft heads existed. So I actually found it very hard to find it. Like uh, I've only lived in Windsor. It's going on three years now and I found it really hard. I started doing it last year and I found it tough to find a spot. Yeah. Yeah. Like to, to, it was just so hidden. I had to go through different, I went through like my daughter's drama teacher. Wow. To find that site. It was crazy. I I remember 
I was, I was moving back last year and I saw that you posted, you were, Tanya, you posted that you were doing a comedy show and I'm like, I didn't even know that was an option in Windsor. Yeah. yeah I had the same experience where like, sorry. Oh no, I was just going to say like when you're not no, you're doing it, you don't know even really what like an open mic is like you do, but you're like, I don't know. Your perception of what comedy is, is different until you do it. I think. Rachel, what were you saying? I was just going to say, I also like did comedy somewhere else for the first time. And didn't know what was happening in Windsor, and it was the same experience. Like I was, I did it somewhere else, and, and I was like, I guess I should go back to Windsor and see if there's things there. So I wonder why. Um, yeah, it's because because it, once you go, you realize actually it's a pretty well attended show, the Root Brewing mm-hmm. for Comedy. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just surprised that yeah. you know I hadn't heard of it. Well, just blame. Yeah, so, and when did you start um, doing it, Rachel? Um, one actually one year ago, like for this month. Nice. Tanya, what were you about to say? I was going to say, we'll just blame Rob and Paul, obviously. I'll take this opportunity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're showing yeah. social media presence. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I messaged, um, I got a contact for Paul and he was like, oh, can you come out tomorrow? And I was like, oh my God. And you do think, like I had it in my head how it would look when I was up there. And I went up, I had little notes on my hand. It was ridiculous. And I had a beer. So the notes got all like smushed. (laughs) And I got up there and I just like blanked out. So I was like, I was feeling as confident as I could feel. I get up there and then I just bombed. But in my bombing, all the things I said made people laugh. I mean, there was a time where I was like buckled right over. I was like buckled in half. Like I was like, oh my God, guys, this is so hard. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> like love it. The thing is, it was like a total bomb. And I got in the car and I was, my friend's like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> like I was sick and twisted. <laughs> yeah. There is something really uh, masochistic about it because it's, it's usually so not good. Like, <laughs> I would say it's almost never good. And I always hate myself leading up to it, during it, and after it. But then you're like, well, guess I'm going to do this every Tuesday night for the rest of my life. So, <laughs> But you're such a natural like, oh, on, on stage. Like, it's just, it almost feels effortless for you. Like, you don't seem nervous at all. No, that's true. Uh, yeah, I got, I'm not usually ner- nervous. Like once I get up there, I'm usually okay until no one, like if no one's laughing, I will say that does rattle me. Like, especially when you tell a joke where it always gets a laugh, like you have like your go-to thing and then like it's dead silent and you're like, Oh, I have to like, I'm up here now and I can't get off until I'm done. <laughs> and you just start to feel sick. Like you're like, feel yeah. sick about it. You're like, Oh, okay. Five more minutes of this. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just silence. Cool. <laughs> yeah, because you're thinking, well, like if no one laughed at that, like everything else is bad. So, and I did it at one time at a uh, the weed lounge that used to be downtown, and um, I think it was like it was totally packed in there. Like, I I don't even there's so many people in there, and I think there was like someone from Super Troopers was like the headliner, like like an actor, and. Like, he had, like, an entourage with him and stuff. Like, it was really weird. And so I went out there, and, like, that's exactly what happened. Like, dead silence. Like, dead silence. Oh, God. And I thought I was going to be sick. Like, I was, like, I can't. I actually was crying after because I couldn't believe how bad it was. And then uh, I think Paul was, like, no, everybody's just high. Like, like you talk so fast. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's, like, you talk so fast. And then you were talking so fast up there. 
and like none of them are even processing it like they're probably laughing now like after you're done talking <laughs> it's, That's it's sucked so and now I will forever when I hear no laughter be like oh my god everybody's high yes yeah. <laughs> that's actually really good definitely not me it's a good hack <laughs> so um the point of our podcast is um to talk about the moms that influenced you guys so I'd love to know um which moms in your personal lives really influenced you the most or inspired you to get into comedy like are people's other people's moms funny? Like absolutely, it could uh, be any mom. No, I mean like other people you've talked to. Do they have like their own mothers are funny? Has anyone ever said that? Not really. <laughs> My mom actually is very funny. Yeah. Um, Steph Tovel said oh, her mom yeah, was I, funny. Oh, she's so funny. I love her. She's so funny. Oh my god. Yeah. I like her jokes about yeah. her dog's vagina that's always infected and stuff. <laughs> um, you'll, you'll enjoy it, this, that podcast when it comes out. She talks a bit about her dog's <laughs> vagina. Yes! <laughs> the hooded vagina. <laughs> I follow her dog now because I'm like, I want one of those dogs. I don't even like dogs, but that's a beautiful dog she has. Uh, is, this a do- is this a dog podcast? Sorry, I went off on a dog podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, my mom is actually, she's not really a funny person, but she has a really good sense of humor. Like, I think we were always like comedy growing up, like all the time, like comedy shows, sitcoms, like funny, funny, funny. Like that was a big thing. Like my mom does, like she, she has good taste in TV shows. She just, and she does laugh at me. So I think overall, that's pretty good. good. Like, like, my mom's not funny, but she has such a great sense of humor where she laughs really big at a lot of things. So, yeah. and, like, when you started to get into comedy, like, was there anyone, you know, was, how did your mom feel about it? Oh, she was so nervous, like, so defensive about it. <laughs> She's, like, a straight-up narcissist. So she was just like, well, are you going to talk about me? And I was like, yes, like, yes, <laughs> it's all about you. But yeah, she like, she, she took, it was all about her. Like, she didn't ask me like, what, like, oh, how is it? Are you nervous? Wow, that's crazy. Like, it was just all about like, where does she factor into this thing? So how is she going to look? And what do you talk about? And that kind of stuff. Do you ever have jokes about her? Yeah, yeah, because I have that joke about how, I have a joke about how she's a slut because I don't know my biological father. So, oh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she knows about that one, but <laughs> she might know. Yeah. She's never seen yeah. it perform, but she, she won't listen to this. Are you crazy? <laughs> what about you, Rachel? Uh, my mom is actually very funny, but she didn't let me know that until like my late teens. Um, she was like, she was like a very classic, like I bake cookies and I, I, I sew. She's like a very like domestic, stay-at-home mom, and very like proper. My parents are very religious, very conservative. Um, so it wasn't until like my late teens, my mom started to like say more funny things or, you know, quote unquote edgy things. And she's hilarious. Like she's, she's very, very funny. How would you like describe her humor? Is it like um, witty? Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how I would describe it. She's, uh, she's really good at, at calling something back from like years ago at like exactly the right time. 
very good at that. And yeah, she just has a great sense of humor. She we we kind of like all the same shows and comedy and yeah, she's very open to um, a lot of different types of humor. So she's just yeah, she's she's very funny. And so Tanya, your breakup kind of inspired you to like step step on stage. What about you, Rachel? What gave you that push? I have a couple of close friends who have been doing comedy for years and um, it's been really fun to like see them, you know, develop and they, they kind of encouraged me to try it. And I was visiting one of my, my one close friend lives in BC and I was going there last summer this month. And I said, she was like, Oh, we'll just try it here. Like nobody will know you anyways, if you bomb. <laughs> and uh, so I was, I kind of made that as like, cause I've been wanting to do it for a long time. It was just way too, I'm like a very like nervous, shy person. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll do it there. And, and it actually went really, really well. So I, yeah, I came back here and was like, all right, I guess I'll just keep doing it. And it's, it's, it's been really fun. It's I've definitely bombed many times, but uh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Bombing is part of it though. There's no way around mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. find out though, when you bomb, what's actually funny out of your set. Yeah. Definitely. And keep definitely. that 30 seconds. <laughs> and then yeah. kind of become like immune to it. Sorry. I'll, I'll find that I'll uh, bomb on a joke and then I'll rip that joke out. And then people will be like, I love that joke. I love mm-hmm. this part. And I'll be like, are you freaking kidding me? And then I'll put it back in and no, <laughs> it's a no. <laughs> Do you ever have like when you're telling a joke and you know what the funny part's going to be or what you think it is and people laugh before that? I'm like, yes. no, yeah. no, no, it's, that's not for you to laugh at. I don't it really, it like throws me off. I guess they, they're anticipating yeah. your punchline. So sometimes you're like, oh, is this a good thing or is it like so predictable that what I'm going to say that they're laughing before you say it? Like, I don't know sometimes what's going on there. It's good to to get little laughs until you build up to the big one. Yeah. There's no big one is what I'm saying. Like like laugh at the, at the like buildup. And then like, like, here's the punchline. They're like, we like the other part. Actually. <laughs> and I always leave. I always leave this pause on the punchline, and I'll be like, "No, you guys, come on!" Like I'm like giving it to them, like please laugh, and they won't do it. I'm like, "Shit!" <laughs> Onwards and upwards. <laughs> so you guys both brought up TV, which is great. We'd love to know which sitcom moms influenced your life. You know what? Um, I never really think about this very much before, but like Roseanne, like obviously that's like a huge show. Yeah. And she's like a pretty yeah. cool, really like it's whatever you might think about her, like what your perception is. Like she was like a stand-up comedian, you know, back in like the eighties and all of her stuff was about how she hated her kids. She hated her husband. And the, that's what the show is kind of about. Like it's like the anti sitcom mom, right? Where she is like the first kind of one to say, life sucks, like, my house sucks, I'm fat, my husband's fat, like, you know, and, but, like, obviously, the family still loved each other, but that was a hugely, like, influential show for me, and she's, like, hilarious, like, she's, her stand-up is really funny, it's too bad she's gone nuts, but. A little crazy, yeah. But no, you're right. She she actually has come up on almost every single podcast that we've done, and we, this is our ninth, I think. Wow, okay, cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like she, you know, she pushed boundaries. She was super funny. She was very honest in a way that women weren't able to be honest before, Mm -hmm. you know, like she like was incredibly successful during like when it was 99% men, like, you know, in a lot of ways, even though she's insane now, she's inspiring. Yeah. 
I know. Yeah. I read her, uh, that, actually, now that I, I remember my mother bought her, she had this like autobiography and the cover of it was like a romance novel. And uh, it was when she was married to Tom oh, Arnold. I that. So Tom Arnold and I her were on the cover of it. And it was like, I read the whole thing and it was just like all about her life and her first relationship, like her first marriage and everything. Like she's, I find her she's really had a wild life. Yeah. What about you, Rachel? Uh, I would say Mindy Kaling. Um, yeah, a big influence for me. I love her. I um, I love the the Mindy Project so much. I'm watching it for like the third time right now. Um, she's just such she's such a hilarious, brilliant writer, and her, you know her story is so interesting of how she you know, got to where she is. And I just think she's really really inspiring for um, like one of the things she said was that she just like growing up didn't see a lot of Indian families on TV. There's never like an Indian star of an American show. Yeah, so she, she really wanted to change that, and she did it like from such a young age, like kind of, you know, probably against a lot of, um, probably against a lot of odds, you know? Yeah. Uh, when sure. she was 19, she was um, interning for Conan O'Brien. And then like by 24, she was like a writer and executive producer for The Office and then got her own show. And she's just, she has written and produced so many things since then. It's just, it's really, really great. I, I love her sense of humor so much. I love and her, her new show style. too. I love her new show on Netflix. Never um, have I ever. Yeah. I haven't started watching it yet, but that's that's next. Uh, what about like anything from when you were a child, or are you young enough that Mindy <laughs> was able to influence you as a child? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, see, I'm I'm actually I'm gonna be 14 next month. So. <laughs> um, oh my god! No, I, okay, all right. Sorry, I missed that part of it. No, um, no, all uh, answers are right answers. Uh, I would say Polly Pocket. No, I don't know. Um, Polly Pocket had a mom. Polly Pocket didn't have a mom. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, she really was like a mother figure to me. And, uh, <laughs> um, I love the way she kept her house. She kept her garden so nice. She had so many different hobbies. Um, no, okay. All right. I always wanted a Polly Pocket. I asked for one every year and I never got one. You never got a Polly Pocket? No, I would have lost it. I'm going to call Children's Page. Okay. Here, okay, here's the thing. I'm just going to come right out and say it. I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of stuff when I was a kid. Oh, like, I wasn't allowed to watch Roseanne. I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of, like, the funny, funny shows like that because yeah. my, my parents are, like, very conservative. Um, so I don't know. Like, should we just start listing off some, like, Christian? Um, yeah, let's do it. Mary, I actually remember Seventh Heaven, that mom. Oh my god, I never watched Seventh Heaven, thank God. I still can sing the whole song. Oh, <laughs> So, which sitcom moms are you guys loving right now? Right now. Not sitcom, sorry. But, uh, I already asked that different. question. I mean, right though. Like, yeah. that's what sitcom one. that's on yeah, TV that right now. I bet, I bet that show, uh, Jim, what's his name, with Jim Belushi is probably still on. If you remember that show, Just Jim? No. Oh, yes. Jim Belushi and then, like, the chick from yeah. Courtney Thornsmith. Melrose Place. Yeah, Melrose Place. Yes. That show, I feel it like just, it's probably still on TV. It was hilarious. Um, I love yeah. that show. I never, I never watched that show. I'm just saying, like, that show would, like, always be on. And I'm like, I even today, when there's, like, no other sitcoms still on TV, I feel like that show would just still be on. <laughs> yeah, it probably I don't is. know why. <laughs> it's on. It's, like, 23rd year run. The yeah. show I love is the one called Mom, where it's, okay. um, ugh, I'm going to forget names. But they're they're recovering addicts. I know what you're talking about. I'll, yes. I'll... Oh, I don't know that one. People always tell me I would love working moms, and I've yeah, tried it. Oh, I like that. I like that show. 
And I, I have enjoyed it, but I don't really get into things as much as I'd like to. Um, but what I actually meant to ask you guys <laughs> was, which stand-up comedian moms are you digging right now? <laughs> um, my fa- one of my favorite comedians is Christina Pajitsky. That's like she, and she actually has a mom. I don't want to plug her podcast, and I don't listen to it, but she has a mom. You can plug any podcast. I don't even know. She has a podcast where she talks about motherhood and stuff. I've never listened to it because I don't know, but but I like her. Like she, her and her husband have like had a podcast forever that I've listened to, and they're both really funny. And she didn't have kids until she's like she was like forty. So I thought that was kind of interesting because um, like being like a like a road comic for years and then suddenly like at 40 deciding and then they like her and her husband were married for probably like seven or eight years and then finally they just decided to have kids so she has two kids now wow. so it's really interesting Ooh. um yeah just yeah, she needs a podcast. She's it. yeah <laughs> and she's really funny and she's like really like obviously real like she talks about real stuff she's not she doesn't sugarcoat things yeah what about you rachel uh, i like chelsea peretti um, oh yeah, she's good. And, uh, she's funny. And, yes, very. And I don't think she's doing comedy right now, but um, Caitlin Olson from um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Are you related? We are not. We have a different spelling of the last name. Oh. And I would love for people to pay attention to that. It's just one letter. <laughs> just pay attention to it. Just pay attention. <laughs> Rochelle. Listen. Rochelle Olson with an O all the time. <laughs> Or interestingly enough, Rachel Wilson, I get a lot. Um, what? Being Tanya. Yeah. Anyway, try being Tanya, like with no. You always get Tanya. Tanya. Oh, yeah. it's, it's just spelled so stupid. And then, well, actually, it's not. I like how it's spelled. But I used to always make fun of, like, when I was started teaching, I was a little bit like snarky about the kids who had like very invented spellings because it was always like the 17 year old mom that would drop her kid off in kindergarten with like, this is Nathan. And like Nathan was spelled like N A Y T H E E E E N or something, you know, but then yeah, an umlaut over one of the letters. But then I realized I was raised by a 19 year old single mom. And that's why my name is spelled like that. And I'm like, Oh no, like that's exactly why, I'm not spelled like T-A-N-I-A or T-A-N-Y-A because my mom was like, I want to be different. I'm 19. I'm having a baby. Like, let's do this. To be fair, there already are different spellings of the name. So, you know, like there already are variations of it. So, you know, what? let's just cut your mom some slack. Okay. I will, I will, yeah, never, cut day. I will never cut her any slack. <laughs> <laughs> The, the last job I had, they went around and they were like, okay, so um, is there anything you want to be called? And they went around and everybody had like these different names. And there was a lot of people with hard names to pronounce and they had different names. Like they would just go like, oh, I'm Jim. <laughs> they just like, were like, we're not going to play. Don't you and hate like, that? Uh, anybody else? Yeah. I know. I think it's sad. And then uh, I raised my hand and I was like, I would like to be called Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and so she called me Christ. Oh my god! How long did you work there, and how long did that last? It only lasted, um, I don't know, a couple of months. <laughs> it was, like, it was so much fun. Year. It was so much fun. I can't even believe they kept me there. I think they were just like, like "What is this?" They couldn't months? understand what was going on. So funny. They call you Christ for two months because that's incredible. People called me Christ. 
They're like, <laughs> and then, I was like, okay, and then okay. it got too far. Like somebody introduced me as Christ and I was like, no, 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 no. That's a joke for training. That was a joke for training. <laughs> so was, no. And they were like, people, everybody's head, it was a uh, call center. So everybody was in cubicles and their heads all just started popping up. And I was like, oh my God, they're going to want me to turn things into wine. I don't have the power. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. Uh, when did you guys know that you were funny? Uh, I guess probably when I was a kid. Uh, maybe like grade seven or eight around then started to just be like really weird at school and <laughs> people didn't like it. A lot of people didn't like it, but some people did. And I was like, all right. Oh, that's cool. I don't really. It's the best when you can get others to laugh. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. That day is so awesome. The best. Little shows with my friends. Oh, I, I started, yeah, I, I started actually making comics in grade nine, like not the same comic series I do now, but I started making comic series in grade nine and I would like they were on pieces of paper and I like literally hand them out to like people at school. So that was instead of notes. Yeah. 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 And I really should have gotten expelled because a lot of them were not appropriate at all. Like it just, it would, it would not fly today. Let me say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tanya? Um, I remember being a kid and saying things a lot and then people would laugh, but I didn't know, like, I didn't know why it was funny kind of thing. Like, I think I was like a little bit like I was always hang, trying to hang around adults and like listen to what adults were saying. And like, I was very, very quiet when I was little and I would just listen to everything. And I was obsessed with just like hanging out with the adults and just like getting all the juicy gossip of like what was happening. And um, so then, but then sometimes I would say something and then people would laugh and I'd be like, Oh, like I'm funny to adults. Like that was exciting. But I don't remember why I said, I remember in grade three, I wrote a story and it was supposed to be like a fairy tale, but then um, it caused like this commotion amongst the teachers because I had put like a, an epilogue in it that was like, actually, they got divorced three years later. Like that was like after I said, like, oh, yeah, after that yeah. I was, epilogue. <laughs> oh, yes. Like all the teachers were talking about this story, Tanya. Like, but she was proud. Like you could tell she was like, this is like funny that she wrote this like. It was the 80s. Everybody was getting divorced in the 80s, you know, so. <laughs> well, as I think funny, you know, it was edgy. All right, let's do rapid fire. Oh, God. Your top five favorite moms. They can be historical. Oh, God. Uh, a character or real people. Oh, God, this is such a good question. But I don't know. Um, okay, I like Mrs. Bennett from Pride and Prejudice. She's just like outrageous. Oh, I like her too. She's so creepy. I love her in the book and the, oh. and all the shows. I love it. I love it too. Um, okay. Um, yeah. You know, when you said historical, fictional, I mean, the sky's the limit, isn't there? Like, yeah. The Queen Mom. The ones that stand out for you. The Queen Mom is amazing. <laughs> yes. She yeah. was. I think she's dead now, right? But she was yeah. pretty good. She had those. Ma I mean, if you get anybody that matches a handbag time. to their shoes to their dress, like, come on, that's that's classic mom. And she, and she always had like, what would she drink at night? She always had a drink a day. Yeah, so was, they have like six drinks a day, all of them. I think it's gin. Oh. I think it's a gin fizz. Love it. I think I googled this one time. I think the they love gin, obviously, yeah. but I think a gin drink. This is why I relate to the royals. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I love them. Yeah. Um, like Mrs. Cosby. I, I don't want to talk about Bill Cosby, but. Mrs. Scott, obviously. Yeah, we could talk about Mrs. Um, Claire Huxtable. Show was Claire Huxtable, obviously. Insane. Yeah. The best. Like, she was the... It was the best show, yeah. like... And she was she just... Was, like, she yeah, was a lawyer. She, was a lawyer. she, like, 
was bossy, but she was yes. like elegant, she was sexy, yeah, classy. Yeah, like even though he ended up being a monster, like Doctor Huxtable was the man. I know. It's the yes. <laughs> Sucks to even like think about it. Really. Um. <laughs> three, yeah, I think you gave it three moms. Okay, I'll do one. Mrs. Bennett from Pride and Prejudice. I'll do the Queen Mom. I'll do Claire Huxtable. Um, yes. Marge Simpson, because I like I'm obsessed with the Simpsons, obviously. Yeah. And um, what about? Uh, let's go back. Let's go way back. I'm trying, Ooh. I'm trying to really go to look for a historical deep dive, <laughs> but were any of those ladies' mom was was like Catherine the Great? Was she a mother? I don't know. I, per- I personally find her to be an inspirational person. So I can go- we I had Google Cleopatra and we had Eve. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So we, we, had, we, had, to, we, we had to look up Cleopatra. Someone did the first one. Great. The first mom. Okay, fine. So the first mom. Yeah. We get it. But Cleopatra, Win. we didn't know. We like, I think Cleopatra is awesome, but we didn't know if she was a mom. <laughs> and she's a mom and she named her daughter Cleopatra. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Catherine yeah. the Great had hundreds of kids. Oh, there you go. Not hundreds, hundreds. but she had her- hundreds. She was like a fish. <laughs> she had four kids. I love her. <laughs> Which to me feels like hundreds. <laughs> After what having my it? one, that feels like <laughs> She was a breeder. Yeah. <laughs> she had Paul, one of Russia, Alexei Grigorievich Bobrinsky, Elizaveta <laughs> Greg. Gregoria Vena, Tom, Tomikina, and Catherine. Anna Tre- Petrova, Petrovna. Catherine the Great oh, was an man. asshole. Because <laughs> I think her husband was oh. like um, what they may have called like lame. That's not a very nice word, but something was wrong with him. Like he had like diseases and he was like, I think maybe even like mentally a little bit like delayed in some way. So I think she was out, out there banging all kinds of dudes trying to make those royal heirs and stuff. So. I like that. I like do that. What you gotta do. Yeah, one hundred percent. Get that D, girl. Yeah, you just <laughs> <laughs> for your country. <laughs> okay, I think you have four then. Oh, no, that was your fifth. I that was a fifth because Mar- she included Marge, Marge was her fourth. Marge oh, Marge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Rachel. What about you? Okay, I'm going to start with Cardi B. I love oh, Cardi B. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I don't know if you, if you follow her on Instagram. Yeah. She's hilarious. Yeah. Um, no, she, but I, I will. Yeah, I, she's I fantastic. Clips of her, like little videos yeah. of her, I love. She's awesome. Um, another, like, sort of in the same vein, Britney Spears. I love Britney Spears. Um, as a as a performer, as you know, as everything. Have you seen her recent video where she burned her gym? Yes. Back? Yeah. No. Oh, um, long good, story short, really uh, I burned it down. I love it. Yeah, she's like in her gym, like about to work out. She's like, I haven't been, I haven't been in my gym for a while because you know I had some candles in here. Long story short, I burnt my gym down. She's like, breeze, she breezes right past it. It's just like, oh, okay, all right. I love that. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Do you know what? I would burn my gym down too. <laughs> Working out the worst. I think she had. No, I, I feel like she, why she had lit in the gym too. I oh, that's fine. Uh, okay, so Cardi B, Brittany. Um, and I'm gonna say the the mom dog Perdita from 101 Dalmatians. Um, <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. That's a good I'm, one. Plain and simple, she went and took in 99 extra dogs. Uh, um, or not 99 extra. 
84 extra. 84. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the math. No, wait. I might be wrong. <laughs> like, I'm totally lost. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, I'm 90, 84 extra dogs, which is definitely dogs. over 75, less than 100, but a yeah. lot. And, you know, she went and searched with her husband. I don't know if they were common law or whatever they were. They went and searched all through the through the winter night for their dogs and took so many more in. It's really heroic. And, um, <laughs> you know, we, we do need more dogs like that. We need more, that like we need more moms like that. Forget about dogs. Let's yeah. reverse it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would also say Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who I also oh, like. I love her. Oh, that's Just good. Incredible. I love her. Um, where is that? Was that four? One more. Hmm. I'm like looking around my living room. Like this would be like a lot of different like rooms in here. Uh, um. I can't wait for your answer because I'm going to be like, that's on your wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, why can't I think of another mom? Um, the problem is like all the all the Disney moms are dead, so that's why it's hard. Like if you're trying to think about like childhood favorite moms, there's no living yeah. Disney mom. So or there's evil the, stepmothers. Like, Cinderella stepmom was the worst. Yeah, yeah. But that it so sucks that like the premise of like they made children terrified of stepmoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. Evil if your dad remarries, like you're gonna have to sleep in the attic. Like, sorry. Oh, she's gonna lure you into the forest because you're you're eating too much food, Gretel, and uh, (laughs) you're like like dying in a witch's oven. So that's a good story for kids. (laughs) And the actual fairy tales are like horrific. Yeah. Oh Oh, my god. Why would they tell a child those stories ever? I don't know. Kids Actually, love them. You know what, then? I would say she's not a biological mom, but I would say Snow White was a mother figure to the seven dwarves. <gasps> oh, yes, yes, that's fair. And she probably had kids. Yeah. Yeah, she probably did. She went on to go, you know, to have kids. And yeah. I, I love everything. I love her look. I love what she's all about. You look like Snow White. And, oh my God. You do. You have like that beautiful, like, like, like red dark <laughs> Yeah, I feel pretty good right now. You, Thank you. Doesn't she know? Like the she does dark hair and the creamy complexion. Wow. Thank you yeah. so much. Uh, Snow White is my favorite Disney princess. So, Do you uh, go <laughs> as her for Halloween every year? Um, no, I never you have. have this year, you look like her. No, you know who I want to be this year? Don't steal it. I'll be so mad. Um, Carrie the Spy. Oh. All right. So, can you think of the funniest thing a mom in your life? has done doesn't have to be your mom but like uh, a mom has done in your life um i do have a story actually it's not it's it's funny but i think it wasn't funny at the time i was not there for it but um my boyfriend's mom so they they my boyfriend lived in a house growing up where there was like two driveways side by side and the people in the driveway next door were always like causing problems and they were always like instigating things and they were angry. And so they one time went to his house and like the guy banged on the door and was like, get your dad. And he like wanted to start a problem. And then his mom like comes and Matt's like, Matt, like my boyfriend like laughed and was like my dad. Cause his mom is like tough as hell. Oh like the God. nicest, sweetest, she's the nicest lady in the world, but like, you just don't, don't mess with her either. Um, and she just like came barreling out and was like, just ripped this guy to shreds, like verbally, you know, like just made him. And then he was like crying uh, on his side of the driveway. <laughs> 
and, and then, like begging her for mercy and she like went to he went to like go step towards her to say something and she's like get back on your side and he was like so scared <laughs> and i just love that story because um I, I love the idea that like this this kid was like get your dad like obviously your dad's the tough guy in the house and his mom's like hell no and she came out and like oh, just I love it. Amazing. shredded him yeah that's like get your chair and go sit outside <laughs> Watch this. i would love those neighbors <laughs> yes <laughs> that's a show yeah. what about you tanya um, I think my grandmother was kind of a character and a funny family story. Again, I wasn't like around for this, but a funny family story about her is that she was like very resourceful. She was always like trying to make extra money. Like she was sewing and, you know, gardening and whatever. And she, one of the things she used to do to make extra money was she used to, um, sell like worms for fishing and how, but how she would harvest them was she, she took an extension oh she took an extension cord and cut the end off of it she flooded the backyard with a hose so it was like an oh. whatever like a foot of water or whatever and she would plug the extension cord in and put it in the backyard and then it would electrocute the the worms and they would come oh. out of the ground then she would unplug it and she would, <laughs> she would just pick all the the worms and she would sell them which is like oh my god brilliant but like all my mom has five brothers and they'd be like, if she didn't unplug, if you didn't know that the extension cord was still plugged oh in, you'd be walking back there and just like fully be electrocuted, <laughs> which I think everybody was electrocuted at one point because of it. So oh, okay. I, I guess I, like I it was a minor that. shock. I don't really know. That part of the story is a bit murky of like, but <laughs> she did, it was a very viable method for harvesting dewworms, I believe is what she did. <laughs> Again, I'd want to get my chair and <laughs> go and watch this. <laughs> Oh I love my you guys God. Story, a funny story about moms are like, hey, do you want to hear two scary stories yeah. instead? <laughs> two very scary stories. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to have that vision in my head all day. That is like very inventive. That's that's yeah. pretty creative. Yeah. It's like, you got to hand it to her. That's pretty good. Like, women are like cool. I'm speechless about it. Like, I don't I know. know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, was she a short little woman? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, real feisty little same body as me like full apple shaped person but oh yeah she was like and she was pretty tough too like I, yeah she was a she was a real brawler i actually think maybe she definitely punched a lot of people because people were always sexually harassing her she was apparently hot back in the day i think so oh wow like, i feel like oh, women's like lives were just very different you know back in like the 60s yeah. like men were always like oh, trying wow. to get at them and they were always like oh yeah well take this no one can see me that's listening, but I'm I'm Irish shadowboxing right now. <laughs> anyway. I, I love that she would hit them. Oh, yeah. Because you don't hear of that. That's awesome. No, she did. She actually, oh, I don't want to tell this. That's a dicey story. But she did hit someone in the head with a block of wood one time. Because they were trying to literally, like, oh. sexually assault her. But the oh, person no. who was doing it, I won't say who it was, but it's a real... Interesting twist to the story. Jeez. With someone who should not have been. Can you tell us it. off air? Yeah, I'll tell you off air. Okay. <laughs> oh, cliffhanger. Okay. <laughs> it was Justin Trudeau. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is true. Like, um, with everything that like happens, like, especially in comedy, like I didn't see any other women. And then when I asked about it, I was told all oh, they they would always um comics were picking trying to pick up the women comics always like harassing them and stuff 
locally. And I was like, what? I, I mean, I haven't experienced it. Um, probably cause I'm like an older fish. I don't know, <laughs> but, but whatever. Like I'm like taken, I've got baggage. They're like, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like something that happens like even today. So like, I can't even imagine if she was like a haughty little thing back then, Yeah, you'd have to use your fist. Like, look what we're doing today. Yeah. And it's supposed to be getting better. And I think back then too, cause like my grandma was like, you know, she's like a working class woman. So she liked to have like a beer. Like, I think she like rolled her own cigarettes. Like, so oh my I, God, I love her. She was pretty, she was pretty like cool. More and more in love yeah. With her. So <laughs> I think if you're, I think there was like that perception too, that if you were that kind of woman, oh, she's drinks and she smokes, oh, she probably will yes. do other things. Like there was just like that, yeah. That like dividing women into like good girls and bad girls, I think was like very much a thing. Yeah, it's like if someone pays for your dinner, you, you have to sleep with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to. You do, yeah. The law. By the law. I do. Okay, Jen. I do. Yeah. No, I, of course. Yeah. No, I always, I always do. I always will. <laughs> it's not that bad, guys. It's not that bad. <laughs> Close your eyes and think of the queen <laughs> you know. as they say. Uh, oh my god who says that <laughs> British people say that close, the queen mom they say clo- they actually would say close your eyes and think of England do it for England close your eyes think of the queen oh my god yeah so the queen. Oh, like when you're getting raped just you no know, when you're doing your, your wifely <laughs> duties which I guess could also be raped. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. I guess we you are talking about rape aren't we yeah, yeah. I'm sorry give, I mean, I'm gonna give it a try this Saturday and we'll, I'll let you know yeah let me talk about <laughs> Why would I? That's terrible advice. Thinking of the queen. (laughs) Do it for your country. I would. I would probably do the queen face journey. (laughs) What's the queen face? Have you read how much the queen drinks like throughout the day? It sounds like a glorious. Like she has at least three martinis, like two martinis. She also has champagne. She has champagne. Wow. After every dinner, like she. Yeah, she. I feel like. And I'm not a scientist, nor do I know her. I feel like oh, no? she, from the, like starting at like 11, <laughs> from 11 p.m. on, she just coasts with like a light buzz. Oh, yeah. Not drunk enough to do anything stupid, but like right. buzzed yeah. enough where like she can just go about her day. Except her day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to start living like That's that. That's amazing. Yeah. Let's just all start drinking when she has her drinks. Just the like problem tea. is I don't have a driver. Mm. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I had a driver... I feel like I drink a lot more. Yeah, you have to yeah. stay home. Like once you start drinking like that, you gotta stay home. Day drinking, you, you're not going anywhere after that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So um, that was our last question was a while ago. Oh. So um, thank you guys so so much. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Good to talk to you guys again. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to talk. Yeah. Talk not on this thing. Yeah, I know. Okay, so um, Tanya, can do you care if people know your social media so they can follow you, or are you super private? No, I think I would really like it considering I am a public school teacher and my Instagram is completely public, so clearly I don't care but maybe I should. Um, yeah, follow me on Instagram. I love your Instagram. Listen, I am working really hard on those Instagram stories, um, but it is, so it, is funny. it is really stupid. Okay, my Instagram, oh, this is so dumb, T-A-U-N, 
L-E-E. That's what it is right now. So I might go private. You never know. So get in on the ground floor of this <laughs> elevator. Uh, Rachel, where can they find you? Um, my personal one is r.k.olson. And my, yeah, my, my comics is RKO Comics. Oh. Awesome. Okay, great. Right. Thank you so much. Thank Tania you. and Raquel, thank you. Oh, thank you, Jan. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Jan, so much. <laughs> we want to thank Laura Bella for our logo design, CD Productions for our audio editing, as well as each other, and you, the listeners. We'd love it if you could give us a review wherever you're listening. You can find us on socials at Moms Are Not Funny. Thanks again. Have a great day. Bye.